All right, church. Hello. <laughs> so awesome, awesome. Well, today is our last our service for 2021. How awesome has this year been? You know, no matter what, and I can honestly say this, that no matter what we have gone through in 2021, we can all look back and say that God has been good, that we have experienced his goodness. And you can see, if you look back today, you can look back at 2021 and you'll be able to see this beautiful fabric of God's energy, of Christ, just connecting everything in our lives in 2021. And so we are so grateful. There's so much to be grateful for, to God, for what he has done. And we're excited for what 2022 has in store for us. And so, we, like I said, we have experienced God this year. We have experienced his goodness. We have experienced his love, his sovereignty, his protection, his healing, his comfort, his provision. I mean, we have experienced his nearness and his presence. And it is just so amazing that, you know, I'm excited, really, really to bring the word today. I hope you are excited as well. Um, like I said, you know, this is the last message for 2021. And it is also our last message for the God Element Series. And the God Element Series has been such a powerful uh, series of just deep revelation. You know, it has taught us and we have learned to tap in to a new realm of God, really. You know, we have seen God in a different way and we have learned to see his heart for us, our purpose, and also um, just what he wants in our life and how God and Christ has just connected everything for us this year. It's been phenomenal, really. So give yourself a pat on the back and say, well done, you have done well this year. And for those who are joining us for the first time, if you have not listened to any of our previous messages, I highly encourage you to do that because you will be blessed, okay? So, you know, we love the Word of God in this church because we have experienced the power of it in our lives this year, you know, and even in the past, we have experienced its power in our lives and we have seen the transformation that the Word of God has brought in all our lives. And so the Word of God is light. We know that, you know. And so as I'm speaking to you today, as I'm sharing the Word of God with you today, the God's light, His Word is going to come to you as light and it's going to illuminate your mind today. And the freedom is going to come to you. Conviction is coming to you today. Freedom is coming to you. You will experience peace even as I'm sharing. That is God's light just coming to you. And everything that you are experiencing right now, you know, you're going to feel so much of love right now because God's light, his word is coming to you right now. And so you will experience all these things. You will experience all these things when you open yourself up to God's word today. And so I encourage you, open yourself up to the word today and allow it to do what it wants to do in you because when you are open to the word of God you will experience Christ in you giving you hope okay that is what the word of God today is coming to you and it's giving you hope for a manifestation of God's glory in your life so it's going to be phenomenal it's going to be amazing and so you know I love the word because the word comes to us 
in so many different dimensions. And so whoever is open to it and whoever receives it, you will experience what God wants for you. You will experience it today. And so um, we believe that we experience the word of God in every part of our service. And, you know, today was very different. It wasn't our normal culture times uh, uh, session like we do where we share testimonies and, and, and the values of our church. But really God led us to do this activity today. And in everything that we do from the worship, it is the word coming to us. And so and that's why, you know, we know that people are healed during worship. People get healed during worship. And why is that? Is because we believe that in a song, it is a revelation of God. And so when we worship, we are responding to that revelation of God and we experience healing in our bodies where we don't have to have someone lay hands on us and pray for any pain in our bodies. But because we are responding to the revelation of someone uh, of God in a song, that is the word coming to us. And so, you know, when we share testimonies in this church, it's not just us celebrating just what is relevant to us. We are celebrating because we identify Christ in every testimony. And that's what we're doing. And so, you know, this year we have celebrated so many testimonies in this church and we have seen Christ in everything. Like I said earlier, we have seen Christ, this beautiful fabric, this beautiful energy of God in our lives and in people's lives. And so, you know, we love that we get to experience his word. And so today you will experience God in his word today. And so, you know, for example, you know, you don't have to, we can celebrate a testimony or share a testimony of someone getting a job. That may not be relevant to you, but because we know that we celebrate God in everything and we celebrate Christ and it is the word coming to us in every testimony, that back pain that you've had for the past three days will disappear because you've identified and you've celebrated Christ in the testimony. You may not need that job. You're believing for a financial breakthrough. But because you're celebrating someone else getting a new job in this church, that financial breakthrough that you've been believing for will suddenly come as a surprise, as a bonus, where you've not expected it at all. So I just pray and release those words right now over anyone who may be celebrating God right now. Okay, so... Yes. So, are you ready for the word, church? Are you ready? Awesome. So, Father, I just release the power of your Holy Spirit into every home. I pray that you'll fill us afresh today, that every heart will be open to your word, to receive it today. And I pray that as they receive it, miracle signs and wonders will take place in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, church, the title of this message today is Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord. Like I said earlier, this is the last message for 2021. And last week, John brought a phenomenal Christmas message called Christ the Savior. And today, as I share the word, what I'm presenting to you is Christ. Christ the Lord. Okay? And so... Let's go to Luke chapter 4. If you have your Bibles, open up to Luke chapter 4. 
But before we read, I just want us to understand the context of what is happening here, okay? In chapter 3, we see that Jesus is being baptized by John the Baptist and the Spirit or the Spirit of Christ descended upon him in the form of a dove, okay? And then he hears a voice from heaven saying that you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased, okay? And then we move to chapter 4 where in the beginning of, of that chapter, Jesus is led into the wilderness by the Spirit. Okay, and this spirit, the same spirit that descended upon him is the same spirit that led him into the wilderness and enabled him to fast for 40 days and resisted the enemy or the devil, resisted the temptation and resisted the devil. Okay, and so now you have to see that this was the spirit of Christ that came upon Jesus after he was baptized in chapter 3, and enabled him to do that, okay? Enabled him to overcome and resist the temptations in the wilderness. How many of you believe that that same spirit, the spirit of Christ the Lord, that descended upon Jesus, that enabled him to fast for 40 days, that helped him resist the devil and the temptation is the same spirit that is in us, that will enable us to resist any temptation and overcome anything that may come our way. Yes? Okay? And so now right after he comes out of the wilderness, the first place that he goes to is to Nazareth. And this is the place where he goes into and is the place where he grew up. Okay? And so we're going to read Luke chapter 4 now, and I want us to start from verse 16. And this is what it says. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Okay? This uh, scripture that I've just read speaks of the ministry of Jesus. Okay? But the context of what Jesus has, is quoting from Luke chapter 4 is actually in Isaiah 61, okay? And most of the time, you know, when we read the Word of God, we uh, forget, we don't consider the culture of that time. And what I've learned from John um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the years of, of being married to John and, and walking this life with John is that every time we study the word and every time we read the word, it is so important for us to understand the context and the culture of that time. And it helps us understand why things happen the way they do and even 
um, things in the Bible and in the Word. We understand, okay, this is, this, this is why these people did these things this way, okay? So it's very important. And so during this time, you know, during the, the time of the Babylonian exile, you know, they um, destroyed the city. They destroyed the temple. And the Jews were taken from Israel, from Jerusalem into Babylon. And so some say that they even destroyed the Torah or the scrolls. And because the rabbis were afraid that they were going to lose the word of God, they came up with an idea. They, they decided to do something that will help them preserve the word. Okay. And so um, what they did was they took the scrolls, they took the word of God and they divided it and took portions of the scriptures and allotted them to different families so that those families will be responsible in preserving that portion of scripture. Okay. And in certain times of the year, they would, these families will take whatever they were responsible for and they would read it. Okay. And so that's why it is mentioned in this verse that we've just uh, read in Luke chapter four, that where he was brought up and his custom was, he went into the, into the synagogue. Okay. So it was Jesus's custom to go to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And but why on this particular day is because his family were allotted Isaiah 61. They were responsible for preserving this portion of scripture. Okay, and so do you know that what you're receiving today is the word of God? And today God has destined you to receive this portion of scripture today because he has destined you to be a custodian and a steward of his word. And whatever you're receiving today, whatever you're hearing today, you are responsible for that. You are responsible to take the word that you're hearing today and preserve it. You are responsible to pass it on to the next generation. And every time we apply the word, every time we pass it on, every time we receive it and apply and experience the word of God and pass it on to the next generation, the, the Christ manifests in a greater measure. Isn't that phenomenal? I love it. And so now, now in the synagogue, okay, a rabbi, a rabbi would stand when every time it is their time to read their portion of scripture, a rabbi will stand up and read the allotted scripture that was given to them. And then he would sit down at what is known as the seat of Moses. Okay, and this is exactly what Jesus did that day after he read the scripture he went and he sat, okay? And what they do is when the rabbi sits, there's is, is a time for them to interpret and explain this particular scripture that they have just read out. And when they sit on that seat, it is like a declaration of a king from a throne that this word that was just read out was considered as binding, and with absolute authority. Come on, man. So good. Okay. And so today, church, as you and I receive God's word today, we receive it by faith. We receive it by faith. And to apply that word and the word that we receive, and we declare it by faith, 
it becomes sealed because you are seated in Christ. Amen. You are seated in Christ. And so the word that you're receiving today, by faith, when you declare it, it is sealed. Just like a king seated on a throne with absolute authority, it is sealed. It is sealed because you are seated in Christ. And so when Jesus finished reading, he hands, when he finished reading Isaiah's prophecy about himself, okay, Jesus is reading the scripture about himself. After he reads it, he hands the scroll back to the attendant and then he sits down and he says to them, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Today, I declare over you, church, over you, Life Church Global, that the scripture you are hearing is fulfilled in your hearing. In your hearing. That word hearing in Greek is the faculty of perception. So what Jesus is saying is that when you hear the word, you have the potential to receive it in full capacity. Right now, you may not fully understand what I'm saying and grasp the word that I'm releasing right now, but in you is the capacity to receive it in full capacity, okay? And so it is just like when you, that, that potential that is in you to receive the word in full capacity is like the seed that will produce a hundredfold. And so I declare that over you. I declare that over you, that even throughout the service and throughout this word, that everything that you receive, it will produce a hundredfold in your life. And so where that Jesus says that today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing, he was announcing to the people in the synagogue, to the people that were listening to him and everyone that were present there, that he was the Messiah, the Christ the one that Isaiah had prophesied about more than 700 years earlier. And so now I want us to look at Isaiah 61. So I turn, to, turn your Bibles to Isaiah 61, and we're going to read from verse 1 to 7. And this is what it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall be, and they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the ruined cities. The desolations of many generations, strangers shall stand and feed your flock. And the sons of the foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. 
Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. We can just end the message here and take everything that I've just read from Isaiah 61 as a prophetic word for us as we step into 2022. You know, um, there are a number of passages in the Old Testament that are um, messianic passages, okay? What I mean by that is messianic passages are passages or portions of Scripture that speak about Christ before Christ but will be fulfilled by Christ, okay? So there's a lot, and Isaiah 61 is one of these passages, okay? One of these messianic passages is where the prophet Isaiah is prophetically declaring the Messiah, Christ, okay? And so he is declaring the Messiah, the Savior, or deliverer that is to come. And so Isaiah's prophecy about Jesus starts off by saying, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, who is anointed, okay? Jesus was anointed with the Spirit of the Lord to preach the good news to the poor. And so he's not talking about poor in terms of material things. He was talking about being spiritually poor and about spiritual emptiness and spiritual poverty. That is what he's talking about here. And poverty, spiritual poverty is caused when we are separated from God. Okay. And he's saying that's why Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God. He's saying, blessed are those who recognize their own spiritual poverty and the need for God in their lives. Okay, and so here we see the Spirit of Christ the Lord. Okay, remember I said this message is called Christ the Lord. You will see it, the fabric connecting everything throughout Christ the Lord and everything that I'm sharing. Here we see the Spirit of Christ the Lord prophesying through Isaiah to the Jewish people, emphasizing their need of salvation and their need of a savior that is through, presented through the gospel, okay? That is what Isaiah is prophesying, okay? And so this is the good news. It is not condemnation. It is God's love and grace to those who are far from him, okay? That is a savior has come to restore them to their heavenly father. That is the picture that we're seeing today. It's not news of condemnation. And some of us may feel like, you know, looking back at 2021, you have experienced so much this year where you felt like you have been so far away from God. Today, you can stand before Heavenly Father that you are already accepted, that you are accepted, that you are loved. Um, salvation in Greek is the word sozo, which means saved, healed, delivered. Okay, the Spirit of Christ the Lord has come to bring salvation. He's come to bring the full package. That is what is available to us today. 
in Isaiah 61 is the Spirit of Christ the Lord speaking through the prophet about Jesus and what impact his ministry would have on a generation of people who are experiencing certain situations. And that's why today, you know, that same Spirit, the same Spirit of Christ the Lord that was upon Jesus, that raised Jesus from the dead, that descended upon him when he was baptized, that enabled him to resist the devil, that enabled him to fast. That same spirit is here to save, is here to heal, and is here to deliver. That same spirit is in you and me today. And so Isaiah 61, when you read it, I mean, it's just like I said earlier, this can be just a prophetic word. You can take this and this just, such a beautiful exchange that is happening here. Beautiful ashes, joyful mourning, garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That is what this word today is releasing to us today, is bringing to us today. That is what spirit of Christ the Lord today wants to freely give to you. And so as we freely receive it today, we freely give. And because that same spirit, the ministry of Jesus is now our ministry. We have the same spirit, okay? And so what we have received, we will freely give, okay? So because Jesus has turned our um, ashes into beauty, our mourning into joy, and our heaviness for our garments of praise, we are now in the position to do the same and give the same, the salvation to somebody else. Okay, and so let's go to verse 4. Verse 4. It says, And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. No matter what you went through in 2021, church, the Spirit of Christ the Lord has been rebuilding you. You can look back at your life in 2021 and you will see where God has was rebuilding you. You can see where God was restoring you. You can see where God was renewing you this year. And so you might have lost a job, but you experienced God's um, provision. You might have fallen sick in 2021, but you experienced God's healing power. You know, God will perform miracles for Israel and rescue them, but they would always choose other gods, and they would sin against God. And so they would be handed over to secular kings who would rule over them. And when the oppression got so severe, they would sit and they will remember the goodness of God that they experienced in the past. They would meditate on the acts of God in the past, and this would give them hope and look forward to God's redeeming them, to God redeeming them once again by sending the Messiah. And so what we learn today is that when we are in a place like this, we, we choose to remember, we choose to meditate on what God has done for us in the past. And this now creates a projection of what God can do in our lives in the future. And so right now, I would encourage you to just 
I mean, it's all prophetic. Everything is so prophetic in today's service. How John led us to just write things down. Things that we don't want to take into 2022. And also things that we are seeing, projecting. We're projecting and seeing what God is going to do in our lives in 2022. And so, you know, it's beautiful that we can look at what God has done. We can look in our past and we can meditate on that. And that gives us hope for what we can experience in 2022. Um, and what we project, okay, when we meditate on what God has done, we project that for the future. And what we project, we will begin to declare. We will begin to declare. So right now, even as you're watching, think of what God has done. Project what you want to see in the future for 2022 and for your life in the future and then declare it by faith. Declare it by faith. And in Job 22, it says that as you declare a thing, it shall be established unto you. So today, church, declare. Declare what God has done. Declare what you see him doing in your life and it shall be established unto you because the spirit of Christ the Lord is upon you and in you, and you are called into the ministry of Jesus. Luke chapter 4, Isaiah 61. It is about Christ the Lord. That Jesus' ministry is now yours and mine. It has now become our ministry. And what Christ the Lord prophesied through Isaiah was fulfilled by Jesus and it is now our responsibility to steward that. It is our responsibility to steward the same gospel that Jesus preached. And so um, I, I truly believe that as we step into 2022, God is going to teach us with the spirit of Christ the Lord in us. He's going to teach us how to lord over situations. Lord over. Because the spirit of Christ the Lord is in you, you can now lord over situations, lord over temptation, lord over sickness, lord over lack, lord over anything that you may face. You will have the authority now to lord over those things. You will no longer succumb to it because you are seated. In Christ, and so from that place, you will learn to lord over everything that comes your way. And so, you know, through every challenge and every test in 2021, He was rebuilding us, He was restoring us, He was renewing us. Some experiences that you may not have enjoyed, but you will look back and say, I've grown. I have grown from that experience, I have learned from that experience. God has developed you from that experience. And that's why I said in the beginning of the message, you know, no matter what we went through, you will look back and see God was in everything. He was in everything. You may have lost somebody, but you experienced the comfort of the Lord. You may have, have lost the job in 2021, but there was always food on your table. You may have lost money in 2021, but you experienced supernatural provision. 
no matter what you went through, you would see the Lord's hand. You would see Christ in everything. And I truly believe that just as he has rebuilt us, had restored us and has renewed us, he is calling us because we are now doing the same ministry that his ministry has now become our ministry. And as we have been built up and as have we and, and as we have been restored and renewed, he is now calling us to rebuild. He's calling us to restore and he is calling us to renew the ruins of our past and lord over situations that come our way. And because we have been called into the ministry of Jesus, he is calling us to rebuild. 2022 is a year to rebuild, to restore and renew. Not just our lives, not just the ruins of our past, but also build others, restore others, restore and renew others. And in order for you to do that, in order for you to be able to do that, you, have, you need to frame your mind of lordship, for lordship. You need to understand your place. You need to know your authority. And so today, church, I really believe that 2022, you will, I mean, this prophetic exercise that we did today is just so phenomenal because I truly believe that even before I released the word today and even before I shared the word, God had already done a work because he knows that the things that have held you back in 2021 that were strug that you were struggling with in 2021, you're no longer going to take that Amen. into 2022. Amen. The ruins of your past is not going to be there in 2022 because he has rebuilt you, he has restored you, and he has renewed you. And so it's now it's our responsibility to rebuild others, to restore and to renew, okay? And so today, church, I just declare over you that 2022, you are going to lord over situations. No longer will you succumb to them, but you will lord over them. The ruins you experienced this year, you will rebuild, restore, and renew in 2022. Your mind will be renewed from the experiences and situations that you went through in 2021. Your health will be renewed and be restored. Your finances will be restored. Your families, your relationships will be restored. Oh, 2022 is a year to rebuild, restore, and renew. And so I declare that over you. I declare that blessing over you, that you have been anointed to preach the good news. That is what you will do in 2022. That people will experience Christ through your life in 2022. That everything that you experience in this year, that you will experience greater measure of glory in 2022. So I declare blessings over you, church. I declare that today you will experience that in 2022, you will experience wealth. You will experience glory. You will experience double portion. You will experience double honor. You will experience everlasting joy. I declare Isaiah 61 over you, Amen. that as you receive this word today, that you will 
preserve it. That you will preserve it. That the experiences that you have had with the word, you will preserve it and you will pass it on to the next generation. That your life will be a testimony of God's goodness. That it will be a testimony of his faithfulness. That you will look back at your life and say, God has done wonderful things in my life. He has been so faithful. And so today, church, I just want to bless you with that word. Thank you for joining us for this message today and for this service. I pray that the word has blessed you. I pray that you will step into 2022 tonight with hope that the plans that God has for you will manifest and it will prosper you. John and I love you, church. You are the greatest church. And it is such an honor for us to serve you. And we are excited for what God has in store for us in 2022. And so with that, church, I just bless you and I just declare that you will have a phenomenal new year, that as you step into the new year tonight, you will be a new person, that you will experience a greater realm of his glory, a greater realm of his goodness, that everything, your eyes will be so new, that your eyes will be open to the goodness of God in a new way. So I bless you, church, and I just declare long life over you. John and I love you and we bless you and we wish you a happy new year. Bless you, church.